libertarian, Republican, and political hack. And Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, lather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? Best intro ever. <laughs> Best intro ever. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And you I see appreciate how I said that without... With perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. And my, my full official title... Uh, which I, I'm I'm very honored that you did that. Thank you very there much. There you go. And uh, I'd like to um, wish you a happy anniversary. Yes, happy anniversary. Happy Adrian. anniversary. Today is our 52nd episode. We've done it straight. We have not missed a week. Right. So this is it, it was a year ago today that we started with this show. We really we started on the third of July, twenty nineteen. Well, I think fifty two weeks ago. So okay, whatever yeah, that whatever was. that works out. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's also, interestingly enough, uh, the thirtieth anniversary from me meeting my wife. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, not today. Uh, the first was so hold this week is. So, yeah. So hold on. So you've known your wife for thirty years. Yeah. Wow. And then we've been married for twenty nine and a half. Wow. So it'll be we'll be married for 30 years in January. So you guys got married six months after you met? Yeah, it took me that long. Wow. Yeah. Are you saying that long because that sounds like a long time? Oh, yeah. It took forever. <laughs> that bitch was hard to convince, man. <laughs> six months? Yeah. <laughs> well, I moved in with her on day one, so <laughs> she kept trying to throw me out. I wouldn't leave. You just wouldn't leave? <laughs> I wouldn't leave, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> True story. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but uh, yeah, one year. We've been doing this show for one year. Yeah, 52nd, 52nd episode. That seems like forever. Um, You know, it does seem like forever, but think about everything, because think about everything that's happened in the past year. Oh, yeah. It feels like 20 years. Like, I think I've aged 20 years in the past three months. Let me ask you a question. So, like, hmm. in years prior to 2019 and 2020, like I'd say from 2016 on from the time prior to that, did it feel like everything was happening at the same time all the time? Like, does it feel now as if major event and major catastrophe is happening over and over and over again? Yes and no. Um, it, it, <laughs> it, it, what it actually feels like is that everybody in the world is completely overreacting to everything, right? That's what it feels like because honestly, None of the things that have happened recently have been that big a deal, in my opinion. It's like, yeah, this is just normal life. But all of a sudden, it's like the entire world freaks out about literally everything. Well, and not only does the not only does the entire world freak out, but everybody reacts freaking out to the people that are freaking out. Right. Yeah. Like it's it's really weird how normal normally things that you would that you would not pay any attention to. Or wouldn't not, really kind not, of not pay the, any attention to, but you, you oh, keep an eye on that. But now it's it's like, yeah, I, I know where you're saying. Yeah. yeah, like it just gets completely nuts. Everything gets uh, 
completely overblown. And I think a lot of that has to do with the Internet age and the social media age. And everybody's trying to one up everybody else. You know, and I think some of it is Trump's fault. And I don't mean that in any way like it's all Trump's fault. But he, instead of being a calming influence, is generally a, um, you know, kind of like doubles down on everything. You know what I'm saying? I got you. So you so if you look at like, okay, let's go back in presidencies. Right. If you look at the Bush presidency, that even though things were 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 definitely some major things happened during his presidency. Right. That you would say that he probably did try to act like a more calming influence. Well, I don't know. He he always seemed like. But a, Owen tried to act like he, a calming. He influence. tried. Yeah, he tried. Uh, but he you made know, an effort to do it. There was always like this childlike nature about him where you kind of were like, yeah, okay. Yeah, but that yeah. was an endearing kind of quality. It almost was at the time. Like, you know, yeah. not being able to say words right and, yeah. you know, nuclear. Like, it was, yeah. even that stuff was, he was always a nice person. Uh, like, yeah. at least, in, look, he was not trying to be divisive or combative on TV. No, no. He wasn't trying to make things worse. Yes. Whereas sometimes I, I feel like Trump is. And not that it matters. I mean, y'all are stupid for listening to him anyway. Well, but. Hold on, but let's go to Obama, though, right. where I would say that Obama at some points did attempt to be a calming influence, but had that but 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 was not as much as as Bush was where he was trying to be combative at least in certain like in certain venues and in certain places. He was kind of being a little bit more combative yeah. at times. Yeah. I, well, first of all, Obama was much more diplomatic than Trump, but he was also more combative than past presidents. And one of the things that's changed over the years is that the presidency itself, the parameters of acceptability have changed. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if you go back to uh, presidents of the 60s and 70s and 80s and things like that, you ha- you expected a certain level of decorum um, from the White House. Yes. You know, and I think that started to change in the 90s, definitely with Bill Clinton. You know, uh, after the president got a blowjob in the Oval Office, it was pretty much downhill from there. So the, the expectation of decorum started to fall off. And I think it can c- continued to decline. Uh, Bush might have brought it back a little bit from Clinton, but you know, with Obama, it went back down again, and with Trump, it's just fallen through the floor. Well, I, mean, I mean, just there's, there's not n- even that. There's nothing left. There's anymore. no even attempting to try to be. Yeah, there the re- the respect for the office is honestly getting to the point where it should be, and that is zero <laughs> because nobody should have respect for the office of the presidency. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's a great thing. God bless Trump, man. At the same, okay, hold on. At the same time, I mean, I don't know how much you drive around anymore. Uh, not as much as I used to, since I do about eighty percent of my work from home. But I'm on the road, maybe two, and maybe three times. And a you're week. not driving up to Pasco and Hernando anymore. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Rarely. It is amazing the number of Trump flags that you see right around Hernando and Pasco counties. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of another president in my it ever and ever. I can't think of another president that has had this many flags up about that president. Not even during wait, an wait, election. Wait, wait, wait a second. Prior to Obama, 
what president ever had flags? Well, that's true. Okay. That's a good point. So you have to understand that's a new thing too. This is all part of the new and people don't see it because they don't really look at the long history, but there's a new phase of American nationalism that never existed before. If you took someone from like out of the forties, for example, Mm -hmm. and put them in today, they, an American from the 1940s, pre-World War II, would look at what's going on with all the symbolism and songs and, you know, would say, this is like a bunch of propaganda. This is like what the Nazis do. And I, I'm not saying that to, to, to compare it to a political ideology. I'm saying that to compare it to the way the symbols of nationalism are portrayed. I mean, we didn't used to play the national anthem at sports events. That's a new thing. That started in the 60s because it was a a recruiting tool for the military. Yeah. You know, we didn't have flags everywhere all the time. You know, you didn't see that sort of thing. And we sure as hell didn't have flags with the president's name on it. Like you have again, it's it's, look, look, I do a lot of driving around now. Right. A lot of driving around. And I got to tell you, I see so many Trump flags. Right. But they're not even just like the normal like Trump for president flags. They're like the ones that are like the character caricature ones, like ones that you didn't think would be real where it's him like with M60s on a tank bl- with bl- with bomb behind it. Like Right. Like America, fuck yeah. yeah. Like, like I, whenever I see that, whenever I see one of these flags, this is what I'm thinking. And I'm like, it, it is, I can't believe this is real. Right. Well, and it is real. And oh, it's, it's going real. to get even worse. And it's really the same thing that you see in North Korea, for example. The only difference is, is we have two parties that compete. But the reality is the demagoguery, the nationalism, the propaganda is all pretty similar and it's the people driving it in a lot of cases. Well, hold on. There's a big there's a big difference between the two, though. And let me let's let's. And again, I, I'm sure you'll agree with me, but let's. But, well, I do agree. Let's it's make different, sure. but it's on well, hold the on. path. Let me explain. Let me explain it, though. Go ahead. It's not a law and you won't be killed if you don't subscribe. For now. For now. OK, okay. <laughs> I'll go with the for now. For now. But but you can be you can not like them and you're not really going to like if you if if you go to a Trump supporter and you tell them that you're not going to vote for Trump. Right. And you're not insulting to them in saying something else to them or trying to convince them to, you know, something, you know, for the most part, they're not going to attack you. Yeah. And I understand that. And so we are a long way from North Korea. You actually have a better chance. Hold on. You have a better chance of being attacked. If you tell somebody you are going to vote for Trump in the wrong area. Well, either way, I, you know, who knows? I mean, but all I'm all I'm saying is, though, is that it's not to the point yet where that's like the government is mandating where if like like in Hong Kong, what just happened in Hong Kong, where if you say now you don't like the Chinese government, they will take you and arrest you and you will probably be dead. So sad for the people of Hong Kong. Yeah. And they fought so hard, too. Oh, yeah. You know, damn shame. But my my point is. Is that we're not to the point of North Korea. We're not to the point of communist China. We're not to that point yet. But we are on a path to where if you took someone from, you know, pre-World War II America, they would say, what the hell are you people doing glorifying this nationalist shit? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So we're so far removed from where we started that the path ultimately, I think, is where we're going. Unless, unless, unless 
this coronavirus keeps, you know, killing people and destroying the economy and we have riots in the street and we can destroy the government. Then we'll be okay. (laughs) So come on, folks, go out there and do your do your patriotic duty, catch the virus and throw some Molotovs. Here's the thing. In driving around and in going to places and in talking to people, the level of anger that is out there is at a fever pitch. Oh, yeah. And it's everybody at everything. Yep. And I got it for as a, as a person that has classic anger management issues. Mm-hmm. I am doing the best I can to not like to not have these anger issues, like to, to, to not let it bother me. Right. And it's hard. It's not easy. Again, I was, I was, I was in line this morning at Chick-fil-A and I'm getting pissed because I'm just like, normally they have people outside and you like, whenever you see a Chick-fil-A line, you know, it's long, but it moves. Right. Like, well, okay, I'll get in that line because it's moving. I got to be here at Adrian's, but you know, I got there at like 10, 10. I have enough time, you know? Right. Nobody outside. Never realized how important those outside people are at Chick-fil-A in, ge- in keeping the line moving. But I was angry there and then having problems with the card and all this other kind of stuff. I ended up having to pay with my $2 bills that I had in my wallet. Because um, I, I, I actually go to the bank and special. I went and got $200 in $2 bills. I ordered them. Right. So I, I can use $2 bills when I'm out, either with tips or right. just paying for certain things at certain times. I just pay with $2 bills. Yeah. Um, Which I find hilarious and I've got to do as well. Oh yeah, I had to go to the bank. I had to wait a week to get them. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah, because they didn't have them. I actually got in like a like a like a wrapped up roll, right. two wrapped up rolls of hundred dollar bill or hundred dollars and two dollar bills, and they had to give them to me like that. So I'm like, <laughs> I, like they, you know, they they hand them to you, they put them through the thing, and you're like, oh nice, I got my two dollar bills. So, but going to your point, yeah. So you're actually getting angry at probably. Well, the, I would normally get angry at stuff like this anyway because I have classic. Well, you're, anger you're, an, you're an angry person, but everybody is. But and that's what I'm saying. And you talk about your white bread first world problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, the fact that the Chick Fil A line was long. Well, no, no. Here's the thing: everything is making me angry now. <coughs> Driving around and whatever, it doesn't matter. Like it, it's it's and having to. But you know what it is though? I'm being more aware of it, and I'm doing more to try to curb it at the time that you know time that it comes and i will say this when someone else is angry that actually helps me be less angry i don't understand why that is but i almost want to be calming for that person because i don't want them to have to continue to be angry i alternate between anger and finding everything humorous i i kind of go back and forth between it sometimes it pisses me off and and other times i just you know i have to laugh at the absurdity of it because that's Honestly, how I look at almost everything in the world right now is is being completely absurd. Yeah, I, it just everything is so absurd. Um, it's it's there's so many times that I'm reading articles that I can't believe aren't part of the onion. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like there the Babylon Bee has had to double down on on crazy shit. Oh, because yeah. it's you know <laughs> everything they write is believable. They're wanting to get rid of the term. The IT computer term master and slave. Right. Here's the thing, man. It's a computer term. Like, are we that PC that you can't use the term master and slave when talking about computers? Well, it's honestly, that's pretty archaic anyway. Yeah, but come on, though. Yeah. Like, there's a story 
where there is a professor or no, 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 it was a, it was a IT person who 33 years ago was in the air force or was in the Navy or something. And he was flying. He was a, he was a, he was a pilot in the air force and he wrote an article about how women shouldn't be in combat. Women shouldn't be in combat. Okay. He was, he had to resign because he wrote the article 33 years ago. Right. (laughs) What? I know. How is that a thing? Like, here's the thing. If that's the standard, then everybody's going to be fired for everything. Right. You might as well just fire the entire world. Right. Over living life. Unless you're Joe Biden. Yeah, I guess. But here's the thing. Like, they should fire that guy, too. For back, He, he was against uh, desegregation. Yeah. Because he didn't want his kids go, going to a jungle school. I, I, <laughs> he gets to be president. Yeah. Well, because the, the thing about it is, and the dirty little secret is, is that the Democrats are just as racist as the Republicans oh, God, were. Yeah, of course they were. Like, the, the, worse because, back in the because days. Every, yeah, because everybody was. Back in the civil rights movement, it was the Democrats that were the yeah, ones the fighting The Republicans everything. were the ones that wanted it back yeah, then. Like, right. It's just the dumbest. They just wanted to, you know, uh, cheap labor. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, got to have a reason for freedom for one reason or another. Right. Yeah, you know. But if you look at it, like, and, and these guys are getting away with it, but they're only getting away with it until they're not needed anymore. And then they're going to get canceled too. Right. Like they're canceling this, this, I think that this part of it is actually the scariest part of it. And really, we want to talk about the thing that not, maybe not the scariest, but a scary part of it though, is the fact that they're wanting to fire everybody over everything. Yeah. So that means that nobody's going to tell the truth about anything anymore. Right. Well, I think that's not a good thing. No, it's it's great because uh, no, event, it's not great. It's we we you fucking listen to me for a minute. No, all this is awesome because part of this is the reason that everybody's getting angry. And when everybody gets angry, shit gets burned down. And when shit gets burned down, governments go away. And that's what we want. How do you not get this yet? Everything that's happening is wonderful. Eh, you know, it, it's hard it's, to go through. It's though. why I support BLM. It's why I support uh, COVID nineteen. You know, you know, I, I, I all of this is a great thing. Here's the thing. I here's the thing. I'm about. very disappointed by the unemployment numbers this week. They were slightly up a little bit. You know, or slightly down a little bit better than they were. You know, that's that's a bit of a problem. Here's the thing. We need more unemployment in the chaos that's going on right now. It may move to a dictatorial. I mean, it, it may go, it may go really bad. Like it, it may go like, I don't know if it's going to necessarily be what you want. And like, I don't think you're going to get less government out of this. I think you're going to get more. Mm, it could be, which I don't think is necessarily the right move. Well, you know, either way, something's got to give. Okay. I I'd mean, rather, I'd rather roll the dice. You'd rather roll the dice. Huh? That, well, that's why I hope everything gets real bad because if it gets so bad, uh, you know, it's impossible for the government to, to survive it. You know, if it only gets a little bad, then maybe the government can double down. But I think I think too many people are way too pissed off and and you know the the thing that they're going to eventually direct their anger at is government. You know. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I think that everybody in one way or another is directing their anger at government. It just depends on which what they're looking at as it's almost like they're blaming government while thinking government's going to save them from government. Mm, okay. It's almost like using the word markler. Right. Um, yeah, it really is. I think that you have like if you have people that are like here's the thing if you look at a lot of people that hate Trump right right they're willing to give Trump authoritative power to take guns away from people because they don't like guns so even though they hate Trump they hate guns more so they'll let Trump take guns from people right 
and people that are all for limited government will be okay with Trump infringing on their rights because it's their guy doing it. So like, they don't like, you know what, man? I used to wonder why libertarians never won elections. I, I really did. I used to wonder why I don't really wonder why anymore at all. As a matter of fact, I think that the numbers that we're getting as far as vote totals, more vote totals might be a little overinflated. We might be getting higher numbers than we should be getting. <laughs> what? One percent? I four th- percent? I think. I, and I think we're. I think we're at that. I, I mean, think we never even to, hit five. Yeah, I think we should only be at about a half. <laughs> I really think we only should be at about a half right now. <laughs> I I think it's funny that you still still care about vote totals. Well, I'm no no. I'm just looking at it as like, well, unless you want to take the people that don't vote and then use those numbers, and then we're right. winning, and then we're right. winning. Yeah. If if you want to take the reality of the situation, we have about fifty percent support. <laughs> because about half the American people don't vote, you know. But if you listen to their, I mean, even in the biggest presidential elections, what's total voter turnout? Sixty percent, maybe. Uh, about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So at least you know, say thirty-five, forty percent. Uh, do you still think the numbers are going to go down in this election, or you think they're going to go up? What did I say before? Don't you, we have a bet, bet on this? We got a silver dollar bet on down. Okay, you got it. Well, I got up. You got down. Um, uh, it's it's not. I over, got records in the modern era. But it's percentage though. Uh, it's not number cast it's percentage yeah but the record yeah it's record percentage okay yeah yeah no i say that it's not going to be anywhere near a record percentage it's going to be down yeah 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 and i think it's going to be up no i think it might be more people voted but as a percentage of the population it's going to be down we'll see yeah because i don't want to put it on population because population's growing pretty fast Mm -hmm. so well i mean we're killing them off pretty quick no i think i think more and more people are checking out that's what I hear. You know, I mean, you might people be just right. checking out. You might be right. I don't. I, it's it's tough. I mean, because seriously, point. if you're going into a voting booth and your options are, are you know, uh, Joe Biden or Donald Trump, how how do you cast a vote for either of those guys? And I know that people for years have been voting no, because they're voting against. Uh, yeah. But even so, how do you even cast a vote? You know what I'm saying? It's like to me, it's like, what the hell is the difference? I agree with you. Right. So let me just first off say that I agree with you there. However, the school of thought on it is that that I've heard people say is how bad what's going to happen with the the other person, like how bad the other person is going to do it. Right. Which, again, I don't buy that at all anymore. I don't even buy that a little bit anymore. Well, yeah, because we've seen both of them. Yeah. Why are you banging on your computer? What's what's going on? The screen went blank for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah, it kind of does that. It's called a screensaver. Kind of been around since Windows. Well, yeah, but uh, now it won't do anything though. Hmm? Oh, well, at any rate, hmm. all right. So, and and I do agree with you, by the way, about that. There's no difference between the two because if you look at what Trump has done, spending wise, he has spent he spent money that should make Bernie Sanders get a hard on. Yeah, like his oh his, yeah his yeah. fiscal irresponsibility. Is got to be a wet dream for a guy like Bernie Sanders. And more right? is coming. Oh, and more is coming. No, 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 no. Make no mistake. More is absolutely coming. Yeah. When it comes to the infringement on civil liberties, 
you know, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't say anything, then it doesn't matter then. So I can get it turned back on at the same time while I'm talking. It's like when we were in the studio and I was playing cards and I was dealing the cards as I was talking on the air. I can multitask as long as you don't screw it up by laughing and giggling. You dumbass. It's just so entertaining. And folks for, <laughs> for entertain yourself for, for those who, who do, have no idea what's going on currently. <laughs> Alex is just like randomly pushing things and tapping on his computer like as if it's going to magically fix it just kind of generally randomly hitting it in different ways well it worked eventually so it's back up now. did it really yeah it did. yeah you probably just need it probably just went into sleep mode you probably just need yeah. to hit the power button yeah i got you shut, so shut up <laughs> i'm glad to see that you hitting 40 different keys eventually it did something. work yeah. so if you don't know the knot tie a lot so that's a good rule of the what about. if you don't know the knot tie a lot hmm I never, you heard, never that heard that before. No, you never no. heard that before, huh? No, it sounds like something a marine would say, though. That is absolutely something that a marine would say. Yeah. All right. So at any see a a, a, a a soldier would say Fido. Are you going to let me finish what I'm saying Fuck here? It. Drive asshole? on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Drive on. Okay. Fido, man. Okay. Shut up. I'm all right. <laughs> Go ahead and say what you were going to say. If you look at what I won't talk anymore. If you look at what Trump has done when he's been in office, along with the Republicans and the Democrats up there, is that there really hasn't been any difference. The only difference is in the attitude, like like we talked about before. Right. Is that the decorum is dead now. Right. And here's the thing. But that's not totally Trump's fault. It was kind of heading that direction anyway. Well, but but you I, know what? Trump, Trump took it to such a bigger level. I mean, he just he he didn't double down on it. He tripled down on it. Yeah. Okay. He did. And at the same time that he tripled down on it, he exposed the people like Pelosi and Schumer and them because they're just as willing to get right into the mud just like he is. Right. Like they were willing to go as low as he was willing to go. Yeah, well, they've been, you know, pretty low for a long time. It's just here's the thing. You didn't see it during the last the prior eight years because, you know, Obama was in office. Well, yeah, but you there were still Republicans up there. Yeah, but it, so the bottom line is Obama kind of tempered those things. And that was the president used to do that. Yeah. He didn't do it nearly as well as his predecessors, but he did it far, far better than Trump. Well, he at know? least had made an attempt to do it. Right. Yeah. Like, and, this, and what's funny is <laughs> the Republicans blamed him at the time for being unpresidential and combative and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then when Trump does it like three times worse, they're like, we love this guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the way he's fighting him. <laughs> right. Like, here's the thing. Part of the reason that I think that the American public is so angry right now is because we don't have anybody in Washington, D.C. Any There's nobody up there that is being a calming influence. Everybody's there to stoke the anger. Like everyone's there still. But I, I, I don't know if that is um, art imitating life or life imitating art, so know. to speak. You, you I, know what I, I'm saying? Oh, is yeah, is yeah. that just a reflection of where the people are at right now? And I, I really do think it is. I think it's just, uh, you know, where we are as, as a civilization right now, eh. where we are as a society right now. I We all do it. Look at how combative we are on social media. Well, yeah, yeah, that's part of it, too. Though. You know well, what I'm saying? You know what the thing about social media is, though? The thing about social media is this, is that the threat of getting your ass kicked over saying something stupid is gone. That's that needs true. to come back. Well, here's what's happening, though, is it is. And what's happening is, is people have now have had a decade of adapting to how people interact on social media. And it's overlapping now into the real world. 
Whereas yeah. for a while, there was a, a, a disconnect. You could talk trash all day long on social media, but you go out in the real world and someone ha- disagrees with you and you'd be more polite. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Much more respectful interactions. Now that's all gone away. And the other token right now, the, the other uh, uh, part of the equation right now is that while we're in this weird phase where literally we're wearing our politics on our face. Yes. Um, it's a lot easier to pinpoint your friends and enemies. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And it's it, it sucks for me because I'm not, you know, any of those things. And, you know, so which way do I choose? You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't think you can choose either. Well, you have to. Well, That's no, no, the thing. You're not choosing, I'm not choosing either one of those people. Everything, But everything is an either or scenario. Well, it's why I feel alone a lot of time then. Uh, right, yeah. I mean, it really is what it comes down to because I'm not picking either one of them. Look, I'm not picking Trump and I'm not picking Biden. I'm not picking either one of them. There's no way that either one of them I'm picking. And in reality, a lot of these issues that are coming up, I don't really subscribe to the either or category. Right. Like when it comes to the statues, for instance, you know what, man? Make them all private. Make every one of them private. I don't right. want one of them to be take, them, take everything off of government land and put them all on private property and guard them if you want to. And if somebody comes and hurts your, you know, and protect them. If somebody wants to come and tear down your private property, then you shoot them and kill them. It, but if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna protect your private property, please. Please, for the love of God, especially you white people, try not to look like you're in a 1980s bad cop drama. (laughs) In your fucking pink polo with your AR-15 from the hip. And, you know, in your striped shirt with your Walther bent elbow and like third knuckle around the trigger. You know, can can you please not look like that? Because you're making us all look bad. (laughs) That really was bad. Oh, God. So it was funny. It was was funny. funny. And they had every right to do it. Every right to defend their property. But at the same time, you look like a bunch. Like you. That was the whitest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) You white bread. I don't know. I just bought this AR-15, but I have no idea how to use (laughs) it. I've never taken it to the range. BZO. I wouldn't even know what what BZO means. (laughs) Like, I've never shot this thing. I'll bet you there was no rounds in the damn chain anyway in half the photo well I, let's hope not because in half the photos he had the muzzle pointed at his wife's head <laughs> you know it was, so, it was so bad and she's literally oh. you know holding it like like I, it was a martini yeah she's holding she's it like holding it, was it like a, like a wine drink. glass yeah oh yeah oh look at this. like just i mean i can't obviously people that are listening can't see what i'm doing everybody's seen it, it was by now so i mean yeah. it was so bad and you know what's funny is here I am. There, there is probably no one who is more in support of the Second Amendment and the right to defend your property than I am. Yeah. Okay. There's just no question about that. Anyone who knows me should know that's absolutely no question that they have every right to defend their property. Period. End of story. Yeah. So I put that up making fun of how they look. And people are like, well, they have every right to defend their property. It's like, well, yeah, I'm not making that argument. I'm just saying they look stupid. Yeah, admit and, they and look stupid. Right, and that's the thing. See, you can't have a nuanced opinion anymore. See, in my opinion, that's a very nuanced opinion. I agree with the right to do it, and absolutely they are doing the right thing. And, you know, if people were trespassing and broke down a gate, I don't know if they actually broke down the gate or not. Or there's It looked like they did. Well, it look, there's also our argument that they did it when they left or something like that. But still, no, regardless. Well, here's the thing. They had to trespass to get in there. <laughs> right, right. So regardless is... Yeah. Whether they, they had, whether they broke the gate or opened the gate before they got it's in. It's irrelevant. Yes. Yeah. They were on private property They had that they weren't invited They on. should have been shot. Well, okay, come on. That's a, that's a bit aggressive. 
You don't you don't shoot on sight. Yeah, here's the thing. Start shooting a couple people, people are gonna start respecting private property a little bit more. Well then the police are hang on, then the police are gonna come and shoot them. <laughs> and then we got a whole different scenario going on. Yeah. So you know. Or maybe they wouldn't, because they are white. And they were they were not only white, they were really, really white. Yeah. So I don't think police, no matter, actually, they could have been pointing the guns at the police and the police probably Those wouldn't have shot them. people with the definition of pasty gangster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, pasty, pasty white bread gangster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Don't get me wrong. Look, it, it was, it, you know, people that. And they're both criminal defense attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Those people were probably support, Democrats that supported Black Lives Matter. No, they live next door to the mayor of St. Louis. So chances are, yeah. you know. I mean, it, it, until it came to their neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, Betty, go get the gun. Or hold on. What's what the, what the name? Karen? Karen? Karen, go get the gun. Well, I don't think her name was no, no, really I'm Karen. I'm just using yeah. the generic Karen term that right. many people use now. Yeah. Which I feel very, I was thinking that the other day. I feel bad for every woman whose name is actually Karen. No, she should change her name. Yeah, they're they're getting uh, Karen's a bad name. You got to change your name. Demonized right now. Yeah, change your name. Well, what, what if Alex uh, started having a negative connotation? Then I'm going to have to go with Andrew, my, my, my middle name. Oh, God, that's even worse. Though, well, dude. yeah, but you know what, though? Andrew? Hey, hey, look, if that's... Hey, nobody's called Adolf anymore, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. You know? Ain't no more Adolfs out there. That's a good point. Yeah. So sometimes your name gets ruined. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's happened. You know what I, You know what name I wish would make a comeback, though? Hmm. Genghis. Ooh, that's a good one. You know? Yeah. If I have another kid, I think I'm going to name him Genghis. Yeah, yeah. What do you think the odds of that happening are? Ah, uh, slim to none. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely slim to none. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's that's not. No, no, never, it's never going to happen. But huh? if it did, I'm saying if it did, you never know. You never know. Divine intervention. Hey, hey man, you still got breeding age uh, females at home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never anything could happen. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> don't tell the girls I called them that. Okay, I will. I mean, it is recorded. Oh yeah, they. I don't. Not think, that, not they that don't neither listen one of them to the show. Listen to the show though. <laughs> right. Neither one of them would give a shit about the show. Actually. Yeah. Uh, true indeed. True indeed. Right. Did your computer come back up? It is back up. Oh, okay, oh now good. it's back down. No, no, now it's back up. Oh, okay. I, I, I got to it quick enough. Yeah. So I, I think that update might have changed the. Uh, uh, the sleep settings. Oh, so I was going, I wanted to go through, cause the one thing that I have done with, before we get to any of the articles, but the, the one thing that we had, that I did was as I have a photo album inside the private screening room, it's actually out in the regular room too, but in the private screening room that shows an out the, the episode cover for all of them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because you don't pay attention to anything that I do, so. No. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> you just spam me all the so, time. I don't know what's going but on. But in the group page, there is a there is a, 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 a episode cover thing. Do you realize, by the way, that Epstein died in episode five? Wow. That's how long ago yeah. Epstein died. So it's been just under a year. Yeah. Now, uh, so like 11 months ago, basically. Now. Episode eight was the, the, the life is a cone of uncertainty. So that was the one where, you know, Trump, you know, did the, the cone for the hurricane. Oh, right. Yeah. Where he was going to steer the hurricane. I was dropped. The charges were dropped on me in episode 10. Are we doing a year in review here? A Sounds little like bit, we are. a little okay. bit, a All little right. bit, but this is what we wanted to do it. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 So we wanted to go through this. The thruple porn. So the, 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 what's her name? The, um, the representative that, uh, that was involved in the thruple was episode 16. If you can believe that. 
16. That's crazy. Like, really, wouldn't you think that, like, didn't it didn't seem that long ago that that was going on? That seems like an eternity to me. <laughs> <It's> weird. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kind of like uh, uh, what I always tell my wife uh, when she says, can you believe it's been X number of years since this? I'm like, yeah, it seems about right. Man. <laughs> But the yeah, uh, it's it it does surprise me the Epstein thing. That, you were on jury duty in episode nineteen. When the hell did I have jury duty? You had federal jury duty. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. had federal jury duty. I completely freaking... forgot about that. Yeah. Oh God, that was so much fun. That was the same time Hong Kong protesters willing to die for the cause. Yeah. Damn. Shame about Hong Kong. You know, and the impeachment trials were at that time. Were going on it then. God, remember when that was the thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you don't even remember the impeachment trials well, anymore. That, that, everybody knew that was going nowhere. No yeah. big deal. You know, another impeached president. Hold on. Um, what's his name? Uh, Prince. What's his name? Prince. Uh, uh, Albert. Prince Andrew. Andrew. That was episode 20 where they had that, you know, the interview where he was looked horrible, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was right. episode 20. When everybody on the planet realized, oh, yeah, he actually is a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that dude is a bad guy. Oh, man. I don't know what you're looking at, though. What are you, t- what are you talking about? Um, I'm, I'm, okay. Are you just scrolling See where through? it says photos? Uh, yeah. Click on photos. Okay. See if it says albums. Oh. No, no, go, where, go up. Go up even better. Um, go up where it says albums. Um, um. No, no, no. Down one, down one level. Albums. One of these days, Episode I'm going to learn, learn how to use... Uh, Episode covers. Where? It says to the left. It's the one picture you can see there, dumbass. <laughs> you know, these computer things, they confound me. It's amazing that you're in IT and you still can't figure out all this stuff. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I play along. I, I mean, hold on. We about. did a, hold on. We did the Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina scented candles in episode 28. You know, I still want one of those. Well, good luck getting one. You know, uh, no, she came out with something new, too. And it was even, uh, it was something like, this feels like my vagina. You know, I think at some point she's just going to start whoring herself out and say, this is my vagina. (laughs) Maybe. It's possible. (laughs) That would be nice. Now, here's the thing, though. The coronavirus episode, the first one was episode 29. Right. We're at 52 now. And what was the date on that? Almost half the time has been... Almost half this show has been coronavirus. Well, yeah. I can't believe that, by the way. That was January 25th, was that January 25th? That was when I posted Yeah, that's that kind of like when it started getting on everyone's radar in China. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't anywhere near the U.S. at this point. Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't. Look, and everybody, here's the thing. It was still politics as usual then. Right. Like, that's the one thing that, like, everybody wants to, like, each side's blaming each other for, you know, ignoring it, not taking it seriously, which, you know, whatever, but at the same time like they weren't you know they were it was horrible what they were not not horrible what they were doing but it was uh that was crazy though but that was episode 29 right and hold on just just out of curiosity do you know how many middle fingers are being flicked at us or at the at the people in our covers uh well i see one right off the bat um three actually i'm gonna give you are there three yes huh one woman at a bartender oh. doing two. <laughs> right, right, And then right, the right. monkey's doing one. Yeah, well, that's an ape. Not an a ape, whatever. Yeah. Episode 31 was the second time that Trump did a did a marker line to get to try to bring Kansas City into something or try to change the, the world on his own with his own Sharpie. <laughs> yeah. Did he actually do that? Twice. <laughs> like, like and, then redrew, started mar- and then started marketing him. Redrew the state of Kansas. 
uh, you know, party is just got to love this guy. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> There's some really great album. There's some really great episode covers, by the way. There really are. Yeah. I actually, you know what? You know what I'd like to do actually is I'd like to actually make a make a poster with all the episode covers. Yeah, yeah. They're, well, I think we'd run into some copyright issues because none of these photos we own the copyright to. Oh. We've stolen literally all of them. Uh, well, the with the exception rich, of episode one. No, well, episode oh. twenty-seven. Oh no, we uh, yeah, we own a few of these. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-seven, we're good with. Uh, twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-seven's good. Thirty-seven is yeah, yeah. There's Scotty. Yeah, that's it though. I think I think that really is it. Yeah. But oh no 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 an episode well episode ten I own because it's me. I don't think you own that though. I'm yeah, pretty sure that it's, Hernando, it's, public, it's for public Hernando County Sheriff's Office. Well, but it's for public. <laughs> and episode six I can use because that's a matter of public record too because that was off of his website. Oh well, there you go, scumbag. He well, is. it's 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 been quite a year. It has been quite a year. It, it it's just been amazing that so like I said so much has happened in this year and where the show was in the beginning to where it is now. Honestly, and this is going to sound weird, from my perspective, it feels like we've been spent half the year, at least the last half of the year, just talking about the same shit over and over again. I mean, it's hard not to. It's almost impossible not to with the the way the world is right now. But it's just it seems pretty ridiculous that we are, you know? Well, yeah, especially here, especially this week or the past two weeks where the numbers have gone up, because I think it's it's hold on. It's not bullshit that the numbers have gone up. Like, I'm not saying it's no. fake that the number of people that they've identified as having coronavirus has gone up. No, that's I'm sure that's pretty. Ac- well, actually, it turns out a lot of the test results are not accurate. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I think in general, yeah, that more people are actually contracting yeah. COVID. But less people are dying oh, by far, by far. Yeah. Like, it's amazing that that's not the part that's being told about at all by hardly anything anyone in the public right like that's on tv that's influencing this nobody's coming out and saying that the number of deaths are down no they're no. they're all saying that the numbers are spiking to record levels yes but right. they're equating they're they're not putting the proper context into somebody that's been identified as being as having coronavirus and they're almost like that's a death sentence when it's not a death sentence at all. Right. It'd be like it'd be like equating the flu numbers to real deaths of people getting the yeah. flu. The the reality is is that the number of coronavirus infections is way up, up dramatically, which was completely expected. I mean, when they said we're shutting down the world to flatten the curve, that's what it meant. Everybody knew that when the the everything reopens the numbers are going to spike again we just want the hospitals to be ready and we want to space it out over a little time and things like that so the reality is we reopened coronavirus cases spiked and simultaneously keep in mind also simultaneously they also increase the amount of testing because it took a long time to ramp up to get all the tests available and, and get in a situation where we could do a lot of testing so there's more testing, therefore there's more positives. But also the percentage of positives is going up. So for every test they do, instead of having an 8% positive rate, now they're having like a 15% positive rate. Oh, yeah. So, yes, everything is increasing. The number of infections is increasing. Um, but by the same token, for a long time, a lot of people had it that were never tested. And But, that, but the thing is about that, though, is that that was not unexpected, really. Right. I mean, yeah, all this is logical. All this, anyone who understands it knows that this is what was going to happen. The actual anomaly 
is that the the number of hospitalizations has stayed relatively stable. It's gone up a little bit, but for the most part, it hasn't spiked uh, commensurate with the number of new cases. Well, and if you listen to the way the media explains it, is that they will talk about the percentage that the that they're at capacity at for the emergency cares areas and the 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 whatever you call those units that those are ICUs ICUs and stuff but those numbers are not way outside of the norm anyway because they want the ICUs to normally be at that range well what they what actually happened is the there were a lot less hospitalizations and I don't know how this happened but it did when we had the shutdown and lockdown and everything the number of normal hospitalizations went way down. So that tells me that there was, during a normal period, there's people in the ICU that probably don't need to be in the ICU. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Well, I, I mean, maybe they should be in the ICU, but they weren't going to die by not being in the ICU. Well, here's the thing, that there was a period of time there where we actually took the normal levels of you know hospitalizations and, and people in ICU, and they dropped oh, yeah, from because, the normal level. So oh, because no one wanted to go to the hospital. Right. So something happened there. Um, so now we're back up to normal levels and slightly above normal levels. But so some of are, that was coming, you know. Getting, oh, yeah, it was natural because people are going back to the hospitals. Uh-huh. But the, the most intriguing thing is the number of deaths is declining dramatically. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, there's definitely a separation. You've got the number of infections increasing and the number of deaths decreasing. So one of two things and possibly both things are happening simultaneously either the virus is mutating into a less deadly form um or uh, three things actually um enough people have been exposed to it now to where they have at least some antibodies where they may not be able to fight it completely they can fight it somewhat so our immune systems have adapted slightly because there's always a scenario where you can be exposed to a, a small amount of virus your body defends it and later be exposed to a larger amount of virus that overwhelms your your even your defense systems, yeah. your, the antibodies that you can produce in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so there there are a lot of different scenarios, uh, and the other possibility is now it's moving through different demographics. Whereas before it was, you know, you got to remember that that nationally about half the people that died were in nursing homes. Yeah. So a these people are much 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 more likely to die from anything. Yeah. Because and, if you're going they, to a nursing home, you're going to die soon. Well, yeah. And their you percentages know. were up anyway. <clears throat> right. So now I think what you have is you have the virus moving through populations of healthy young people. And it's like, yeah, no big deal. I got a cold. Yeah. You know, or, uh, you know, a lot of them don't even have any symptoms whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, that's what's happening now. And again, we're we panicked over this thing for nothing. And yeah. Uh, OK. One hundred and thirty thousand people died. You know, we did the wrong plan. Like, yeah, here's the we, thing. we screwed everything up. The government, the government. Here's the thing. The government actually is the thing that screwed everything up. People were actually naturally doing things on their own to limit their exposure because before the government was making the mandates that people had to stay home, people were staying home more anyway. The records indicate that is that people were social distancing themselves as a natural aspect of humanity or whatever you want to call it, it was happening already. Not everyone was doing it. It wasn't forced or dictated to them, but it was already happening. It's happening again with this breakouts now where people are starting to do it themselves. The people that are more um, susceptible to this will self isolate. And that's a good thing. Not even a bad thing. That literally should have been the only 
only thing undertaken to begin with. Yeah. Is that if you are at risk, you should take steps to ensure that you don't get the virus. Mm -hmm. And everything that was done beyond that was inappropriate. And and is going to cause far more damage in the future than, you know, the virus itself. You know, and, and here's the thing, too. And people are going to take what I'm about to say the wrong way. You're probably going to take what I'm about to say the wrong way. If the argument was over mandatory mask wearing, I would have been against mandating the mask wearing. But I will take that over you closing down the entire freaking economy. Like, if they would have had a plan... And in the plan, it would have been that they were just going to mandate mask wearing everywhere. I wouldn't have been in favor of it, but at least that would almost at least it wouldn't have crippled the economy like yeah. they've done. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand what you're saying. I still think it's wrong, but I it's do. Wrong. Under, no, no, I, I do understand you. your point. Uh, yeah. So if they if they, as long as they don't close it down again and all they're going to do is try to mandate masks because they're mandating masks everywhere. Like everywhere right now is mandating masks. And I don't know why they're mandating masks, but they're mandating masks everywhere. So I don't know what that's all about per se. I mean, they're all scared right now, but at the same time, again, if you got, you got to look at this is running through the younger, because what the average age in Florida now is what? 35. The people are getting it. I, I, I don't know. The, it was the like stat. 65. Now it's 35. Like it, it right. really has gone down 30 years, which means it's going through the young people. But the quickly. average fatality is still in the range of 80 years old. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because the young, nobody, the young, young people aren't dying. aren't dying from it. Unless, unless they have a severe pre-existing yeah, condition. Yeah, like if they're really, really fat or they got diabetes. Well, or, usually diabetes is is one of the big things. It seems to be if you have diabetes, you are at a much, much greater risk of dying from COVID. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, people with diabetes should definitely, you know, be concerned. Well, yeah. And look, and if, look if you have any fear, you should self-isolate. But yes. Yes. And if you're afraid, you should be wearing a, uh, a respirator and a mask. Uh, in public, uh, you know, hell, I would be wearing if look, if I really thought that my life was in danger from going to the grocery store, I would wear a full face mask if I had to go to the grocery. store. I mean, I'm talking about a gas mask. Yeah. eBay, you know, 99 bucks or, or uh, Amazon, whatever. You yeah. Know, they're, they're out there. It's not a big deal. Yeah. If, if you're that concerned, go ahead and do that. Right. You do that to protect yourself. That's but right. Don't start mandating things upon everyone else that has no reason to be concerned, especially with the people that are right now having this righteous indignation to the rest of the world about the things like masks. Like, and again, I'm not going to mention her name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. But there was somebody that was on my friends list. Right. That I really thought got voluntary association. Oh, I yeah. really did. I, I at the end of the day, I really <laughs> thought that this person got voluntary association and to see this hard turn and this like, like it's my, it's my, you know, my family's at stake yeah, here yeah. over, <laughs> over your I, I did the exact Look, same thing. Here's the thing. I wish I you well. In, I will respect your, your request and unfriend you. Bye. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I hope you and your mom are fine. I live in Spring Hill. I live in Spring Hill. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I don't ever see you. N most of the people that are on your friends list will never see you. Right. So for you to act this way is just beyond the pale. Like, what is your problem? Like, you know what? Here's the thing. You've uh, at this point, you've honestly lost your mind. 
You've allowed the fear to dictate to you yes. what actions to take. Yes. Your fear your fear now is is trumping your common sense. That's what's happening farm. everywhere. Oh yeah, no no, a lot of people are. That's why you fear see fear and yelling. anger is overriding everything else. Well, and this hold on, and and it's not just that though. It's this righteous indignation and this victim mentality of like, look at me, poor me, I'm going to be the I'm going to look, you know, I'm going to do this and that way you, you know, it's it's almost like they have this incessant need at this point to have people like 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 I don't know I don't know but I will say this it's ugly as shit yeah it, it really, really is. is and yeah. it's and it that's why it, it was that specific, it was that particular thing which is why I think that the libertarian numbers are way overinflated because <laughs> you yeah. know what I've yeah. seen some libertarians that were that, that I really thought got it I mean, don't get me wrong. We've been look. If we've been look, we've been an airplane. We've been losing. We've been losing stuff off the side ever since Trump got got around. Like you saw some people that used to be with us, and then all of a sudden they were on the Trump train, and those people got away. And then there was the well, and then there's a whole bunch that just went hard left. Yeah, then somebody went hard left, and so like it's been it's like, been weird. Yeah. We've been losing numbers left and right. <laughs> this coronavirus might have knocked a bunch of them out. Well, you know that's the thing. It's 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 funny to to joke about you know real libertarians. But there were never really that many real libertarians. There's so few. I know. There's so few. Yeah. And I hate to say it that way because it really like I hate to say it that way because I don't I, I don't know. Like I, I can understand I can understand you having some personal trepidation about what's going on right now and taking steps to personally make sure that you're okay. And if you really are in one of these autoimmune kind of groups, I can understand you self-isolating. I'm not going anywhere. I'm in my house for a long, you know, for until this thing passes or there's some kind of, you know, thing I can understand that you're going to limit yourself from society. And I really do wish you the best of luck with that. But to act like everybody else is trying to kill you because they're not wearing a mask really just is, well, is stupid. As here's shit. what I've found. Here's what I found. And, and let's take it back to the, the libertarian thing. Yeah. Most libertarians are fair weather libertarians. So as long as their life is pretty good and, you know, nothing's really affecting them, they're libertarian all day long. As soon as shit gets hard and, you know, they uh, they're not doing so well financially or there's something comes around that affects them emotionally or scares them, they start running to, to daddy right away. You know, yeah. me, I'm the opposite. I mean, kind of like in, in fair weather, I'm like uh, uh, like a. You're a Don Quixote. I'm like a, I'm like a, a, a lawful good libertarian, you know, and then when shit hits the fan, I go full on chaotic evil. It's like, nope, fuck this. All right. So now at this point, it's like things are a little bad. So we need to completely destroy government. <laughs> we can't have any government at all. <laughs> you know. So I go the other way. But I've noticed that a, a lot of libertarians, uh, even the a lot of people. A lot of people, even the current current chairman of the uh, Libertarian Party, is he still chairman? Do they have that their convention? I think that's Sarwak, whatever. Um, you know, they as soon as shit starts to get scary for them, whether that you know on any front, they turn to government, yeah, and say government save us, and it's the strangest thing because it's not going to save you. No, they're fucking idiots. Yeah, they don't dumb. know what to do. They told they're you in the beginning not are. to wear a mask, and now there's a law against against you wearing it. Like that's how stupid that they are. They lied to you in the beginning about. They took Doctor Fauci, that fake ass doctor that he is. They 
put, he came on air and told people to not wear masks. Why did he do that? Because he was protecting his fellow medical personnel because he, because at the time they were thinking that they actually did need the mask, but they needed to buy them all up first right. in order to make sure that they were covered because screw you, general public. We're just going to do that. And now there's laws that will say, we'll give you a $500 fine and throw you in jail if you're not wearing a mask in public in general. Yeah, I've, I've been consistently disobeying that. However, however, I'm wearing a bandana, which is the most useless thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm wearing a, a bandana, too, and, and it's completely useless. But I'm uh, actually really liking the bandana now. Well, I'm not wearing it unless, uh, you know, I'm specifically asked to by the property owner or the business owner or well, whatever. So if, if I go into a place without a mask, unless there's a big sign out front that says, you know, mask required for entry or whatever, I don't wear a mask. However, if the business owner, or, you know, an employee or somewhere of a place has asked me to put a mask on, I'll, you know, reach in my pocket and throw on a bandana. And just because I respect their right to ask me to do that. Well, that's true. No, yeah. no, no. I mean, and, but and, I'm not doing it because of the law. And I've only had to do it a couple of times. I, I'm not and, doing it because of the law. I, and I'm doing nobody, it because... nobody has said boo to me, period. In fact, I, the, I've only been asked to put on a mask one time, and that was by a, a client of mine. And it was... You know, one particular person at this um, uh, business establishment. At this business establishment. Thank you very much. Um, and the other people there were like, ah, "Don't worry about it." Yeah. Yeah. And that's been uh, the predominant. You know, it seems to be, "Don't worry about it." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. And I haven't been getting dirty looks. Like I've gone into. A I reach, haven't gotten any dirty looks. I I yeah. I'm kind of waiting for and one. And nobody actually. said boo to me. And no, I, nobody almost, ever. I'm said almost kind of waiting for one. I mean, yeah, because Danielle's been yelled at. Oh really? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah people. Ke- I think yelled, Kelly's been yelled at. Even I, you know, that's because they're women and they're small, and you know, I don't know if if I just appear intimidating, but nobody ever says. Oh, I'm boo sure to my me. eyes are looking. Yeah. All kinds of. <laughs> I, I like the only thing you get is my eyes, and yeah. I'm probably looking mean anyway. So yeah. Well, but I'm always yeah. in a hurry because I'm always driving around doing something for Uber Eats. But the thing is, is the places that I've gone in, it's like even if the employees were wearing masks and they weren't, you know, really specifically requiring the people in there to wear masks, most people aren't wearing masks. You know, well, that's what I'm seeing in my area. I can always tell the I'm ones going. that are I can always tell the ones that are serious about it with the ones that don't that don't really give a crap because about a, maybe 20 percent their noses are completely visible like they're not wearing them over their nose they're only wearing oh, them I know. over their mouth i i see that everywhere i want and i never ask like or i never say anything to them but i'm dying to say i'm like so are you just wearing the mask because you're told to wear the mask because if you're trying to wear the mask to actually stop something that if you ha- don't have it on your nose then it's no 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 useless, i right? i had this conversation with a guy last week that um he had the mask over his mouth and he was talking about And literally, he was saying some, and I'll try to paraphrase him as best I can here. He was saying, yeah, you know, it's important because I wasn't wearing a mask. And he was, he was was actually a server in a restaurant. And so I'm not wearing a mask. He's wearing a mask. And he's saying, yeah, I I think it's important to the mask because I I don't want to get sick. And, and, you know, I just want to go home to my family every night. And um, he's wearing it with his nose exposed. Jesus Christ. And then at one point, he pulled it off completely to, to talk more clearly <laughs> he's an idiot it's like you know oh yeah oh idiocracy we're getting closer by the day and it's like the woman in the dentist's office yeah you know she literally took her mask off to, to tell me to yell at me for not wearing yeah. a mask stay home then stay home right like, yeah. seriously stay home at that point and stay it off is, social media if that's the way you're behaving either a 
you're so fucking stupid that I don't know how you survive in modern life. How do you breathe without someone telling you in and out all day? <laughs> right. Or B, it's absolutely just a virtue signal. You know, I don't know which one it is. I don't know if it's one. I don't or the either. Other. I think it's a combination of both. Part really. of me wants to think that everybody's just stupid, but the other part of me thinks that maybe virtue, virtue, maybe it is. Vir- I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I is care. that all I know is that if someone makes a request for me to leave their page, I do it. Yeah. If you, you know, piss off. Bye. Yeah. 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 I did the exact same thing. Oh, so did Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it's bad when Danielle gets to the point where she's doing it. Yeah. Well, she asked people to. Oh yeah. She literally asked if if you believe if you're not going to wear a mask all the time in public, you need to unfriend me. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she put a bunch of other things too there about racist and all those other kinds. Oh of stuff, right. But, yeah. But yeah. I figured if it was any of those contingencies, then you know. Yeah. I'm. You know what it is? I'm just. Get, I'm getting so sick and tired of. People telling you what to do? No, just of uh, no, no of the of the of overreaction over and and not admitting certain facts. Like yeah, like this thing's kill rate is not high. It, it, it's 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 like the reaction of everyone's reaction is completely disconnected from the reality of the situation. Yes, and that's what it is. It's it's like the world, like we started the show with. The world just overreacts to everything yeah. these days it's the government it's the people it's the media everything is just blown so far out of proportion i feel like a crazy person every day because every because i'll listen to the news and i'll listen like the google news right and i'll get like different stories from different media outlets right but they're all basically saying the same shit anyway right but none of them are telling the truth like they're all lying in their own particular yeah. way. And the lies, if you know what the truth behind the numbers are, the lies are so clear of what they're, of what they're actually, it's, it's what they're not telling you. Well, we're, we're, we're already over an hour at this point. So let's just touch on some of the things that we're going to do on the second hour. And one of those is going to be going into a story that literally does that exact thing. You read a headline and it's, it's a complete lie, even compared to what's in the story. When you get down to the nuts and bolts of the story and you start reading it, it's funny. I don't understand how they separate the two because it's like we're living in some alternate reality. What story are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about the unemployment numbers, which we're going to get into in the second hour. So the unemployment numbers. Um, And if you'd like to hear uh, more of this conversation, because there's a lot more that we just, again, blew through an hour like that and we didn't touch on hardly anything that we we wanted to today uh but if you want to hear the second hour you got to pay for it bitch <laughs> pay up my thing that's right um Did you so, get the books in yet no nah, they didn't come in yet okay so coming soon though coming soon. uh so if you want to hear hour number two of this show and every show we've done you not only do you get to hear hour number two of this show today but you get to hear the 51 other shows that we did behind uh, the paywall we didn't do the paywall until like week 13 i think Oh, well, whatever. You get a whole bunch of extra You get a content. lot, though. You get a lot. Plus, though. plus, you get a shitload of swag. And here's Alex to tell you what you've won. All right. You go to patreon.com slash unintended baggage, and you will find all of the information there. So you can go to patreon.com slash unintended baggage. And I, obviously, Adrian didn't get the point of find the uh, recording so we can wrap the hour up. Uh, no, no. What I was asking you to do is tell us about the swag. Oh, oh, we got bumper stickers, books, you get a air, you know, boarding pass, 
you know, you get the, you get a bunch of different stuff. I have a whole box full of swag. I send extra stuff in now. Right. But I haven't sent anything for a little bit, though, because I'm kind of waiting on getting um, the books in the books in. So. Yeah. Yeah. And the books, by the way, if you don't know, are my book. Yeah, and they're all, uh, and everybody's is, getting one for free, which is called the Cassandra Trigger. And basically, I, I wrote it a few years back, and it's literally exactly what's happening right now in the world. But at least it'll give you a little insight into what's coming next. Yes. So, so sign up unattended baggage dot or uh, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash unattended baggage. Sign up as a subscriber and you get all that and you get to hear what we're about to talk about next. See you on the other side. <laughs>